Hi guys, welcome back to Vibing in Valentino. Here we are y'all, season 3 finale and it's been a crazy fucking season. Um, before we get into the conversation, I just want to remind you for the last time in a couple of months, <laughs> if you want to purchase my 8 week workout program, Vibing Strong, if you want to go get my at-home workout equipment set, it's called the goodie bag. Or if you just want to book a one-hour consult call with me, you can do all of that at my website, vibinginvalentino.com. Okay, let's get right into our last episode of season three. So it feels like 2020 and 2021 so far has been kind of a dream and it doesn't really feel real for some reason, maybe because 2020 was dead as fuck and it like completely changed our lives and turned us into, you know, if you weren't a homebody when you were born, like if you weren't naturally just like content with being at home all the time, you were probably pretty antsy and you probably had a miserable time adjusting um and 2021 is so far just <laughs> kind of an extension of that um but i've also been weirdly busy as fuck lately with work and i started flight school if you guys saw me on instagram like i had this whole thing with like flight school but yeah, it was postponed because of COVID, but it started now and it's on Saturday and Sundays. So I feel like I have no days off in the week and everything else going on in my life. So I feel like I went from doing absolutely nothing because of the pandemic to doing absolutely everything in what feels like a blink of an eye. But being back in Thailand for over a year, to be exact, like a year and two months. Yeah, so a year and two months. It's taught me a few things about, you know, dealing with a big ass move like this and a few things about adjusting to a whole different living environment. So I want to share some of it with you guys. Number one, sometimes a change of scenery is needed to be able to see what scene you want, what environment you want, and what you can adapt to. I'm not going to lie that I was definitely unsure about moving back to Thailand after a decade away and a decade in America, um, in a culture that is much more free and less about conservative traditions and, you know, you have free speech and all this, but... I also know that I had a lot more to gain than lose moving back to Thailand. I didn't have a corporate job that had me stuck in America. You know, it's not like I was working for a Fortune 500 company. Um, everything that I was doing in LA I felt like I could do in Bangkok. And I felt like my family just kind of needed me back for a little while because I've been away for so long. It's definitely two completely different worlds. And even though I would come back and visit Thailand once or twice a year, it was definitely a whole different kind of situation to live here um, or to be here long term. But 
if you stay stuck in one world forever, like if I had just stayed in LA forever, and you keep yourself there, you will never see how you could survive or even thrive in other environments. So by exposing yourself to just kind of what you're comfortable with, I think limits your ability to grow, um, not even in terms of like work opportunities or, you know, like money-wise or anything like that, but I think just in terms of your own personal strength. And if you stay with what's comfortable you're gonna get comfortable and that's not really where you want to be like I think me moving back here has really taught me a lot about being humble and being um, adaptable and being courteous Um, there's different things in different cultures that you kind of pick up on here it's big on like respects for your elders and um, really little nuances in each culture that kind of you know if you take the positive and leave the negative you'll only add positive traits to facets of your own personality number two distance will help you see the bigger picture and those who stick around after a big move like the one that i had are really your people's so only real friendships or relationships will last in a big move like this especially if it's all the way across the world there's a big time difference there's an additional element of effort that has to be there to continually keep in communication and stay in the loop with each other's lives especially with the time difference like this and not seeing each other in person and the real ones are the ones that stick around This applies to friends and the people that you're entertaining or your situationships or people you're even maybe like in a relationship with. I mean, I damn near cleared my entire roster when I moved back. Honestly, it cleared itself, but that's because there was nobody on my roster when I had moved that was significant. You know, my friends pretty much all stuck. Nothing's changed there, but you know, my circle has always been real. So that part was a given. Um... But the thing is, like, truly, in a t- in a trying situation, like, even even in a situation like the pandemic, or during like anything where it's out of the norm, like during this move, there's going to be relationships that don't stand the test of time or the test of strain. You know, you put a little pressure on it and it collapses, and. Look at that as a blessing in disguise because it's already screening out the people you don't need in your life for you. Number three, no one is better than you and you are better than no one. When I started an office job in Thailand and I started it, you know, early this year, I started in January of 2021. I was pretty nervous because I know how different I am to very traditional Thai people, like the ones who grew up here, went to Thai schools, you know all of that just very traditional tie but i kept an open mind and you should keep an open mind and you'll find that you can learn so much from other people and also contribute in a meaningful way to a situation that you're not used to or a situation in which you stand out so i stand out like a sore thumb in a lot of situations in thailand even if it was like a family reunion like not a reunion we see each other all the time but like if we did a big family dinner with the uncles and aunties and cousins and all that i still stick out like a sore thumb just because 
I look different. I am like a completely different. I have a very different persona. And you'll like really learn how to not let that be a flaw. I think that as humans, we have the natural inclination, it's just survival instincts to blend in and not be and not stand out. You know, if you think about it, like if you take it back, 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 back in the day. Um, if you stand out, you're more likely to get killed. So, so, you know, you can kind of, you can kind of understand. Um, so we have a natural inclination to want to blend in and change what is distinguishable about us, whether that is something physical or mental, um, capacity, anything different about us, we want to change. And what's funny is what makes me different here did not make me stand out like a sore thumb in America. So that's what I'm saying. Like you can't just always try to adapt every single thing about yourself to an environment because you don't want to end up losing yourself. And I talk a little bit more about this later, but I'll give you guys an example. Like my coworkers, I was so afraid, not afraid, but I didn't really know what to expect in my first couple of weeks at my new job just because I didn't know they were gonna not like me or they were just gonna like think I was like some bitch, you know, anything like that. But now my coworkers are dead ass my friends. And even though, you know, like I said, like my thought processes and my way of thinking and communicating may be different, I've become somebody that they come to for advice and I go to them for advice and there's no better than. I'm not better than them and they're not better than me. The differences between us is where learning and growth opportunities come in. So embrace them and embrace what makes you stand out from the crowd and try to focus on the thing that makes you stand out, how you can be a positive contributing factor to whatever environment that you're in. Number four, set boundaries and stick to your standards, ideals, and visions. When you make such a big move, sometimes it becomes hard to stick to the goals and the visions that you have for yourself and who you want to be. It can even be hard to maintain self-love. I know for me, something that was constant was always the pressure to be very small and skinny in Asia. And I was afraid to move back a little bit, in part because I know where that pressure took me when I was younger. And if you don't know, uh, you should go listen to the solo eating disorder episode. I really talk about everything that I was struggling with growing up but I know moving back I really had to stick to my guns and I had to stick to what I know is best for my body my mental health and my self-love and I had to stick to knowing like that I love myself and my body and I've worked so hard to have my current body and nothing no amount of social external validation from this new environment that I was in should be able to change that because if it did I would it would it's not what's best for my body my physical health or my mental health because I would literally go right back to disordered eating mode and it's always for me so hard to be that healthy person without treading the lines of okay now we have a problem and so I know that I really had to test not test it but I really had to 
hold it together. Like I just had to stick to my own ideals. And I had to also stick to my ideals and vision of the kind of life that I wanted to live here in Thailand, which meant setting boundaries with my family and honestly kind of moving out to stay at my condo downtown versus staying at the main house in the suburbs. A big move can disrupt a lot of things in your life. The vision you have for yourself and maybe even a plan you have for yourself. It can also make you feel like you took a couple of steps back, especially if you moved back to be closer to your parents like I did, and you're at risk of feeling like you're no longer in control of your life the same way you used to be, and you no longer can do every single thing that you want to do. The biggest thing is to set boundaries. There needs to be a line where it's like, listen, like this is like my life, and everybody needs to respect your boundaries, even family members. Like boundaries are not just there for certain people and not there for others. It needs to be a clear cut. This is what I am comfortable with me as a unit, as, a, as an individual, not me as your daughter, as your sister, as your friend, as your girlfriend. It's just me as me. So everybody needs to respect that in all even equal quantities. And number five, the very last one is everything happens for a reason. And I know this is such a cliche thing, maybe, and I heard it all the time, but until the past few years, I didn't really believe it and trust it. So when I flew out of America, it was literally right before the pandemic really hit, like February 1st, 2020, that was my flight out, and the news was just starting to go big about this virus coming out of China. I wasn't even supposed to be back in Thailand this long only for like five months, you know, just to be with friends and family for a little while longer than my usual one or two month visit. But February 2020 was right before lockdown. And I think it was such a blessing in disguise because I can't imagine what I would be putting my family through if I was in LA during this entire pandemic. They would have freaked out, especially all of last year when nobody really knew what was going on and if it was super deadly or if it's like, if your lungs are going to be shot to shit, you know, nobody really knew anything about this new virus. And while this whole move a year ago made me really fucking sad, here I am a year and two months later, having had adjusted somewhat, I miss LA and DC and Texas and all of America all the time. But I really think that it helped to step away from that environment for a while to see what else I could venture into and become. And the reason I say everything happens for a reason is really because I don't think that I would have experienced such growth as a person in, you know, physically or mentally or spiritually if I hadn't made this move and I never would have met so many amazing people that I've met in the past year and I never would have taken flight school I never would have started a new job it was just it's just a lot of things just happen for a reason and even if in the meantime while it's all going down it's hard to see a bigger reason behind it it's hard to see why it's hard to understand you just have to keep the faith and sometimes you know when you're flying and you're in the cloud you don't see what's going on but then the cloud passes and it's like 
a clear vision and you see and you and you get it looking back you're like okay we made it through you know and yeah that's just kind of like what i want to leave you guys with i just want to thank you guys for going on the season three adventure with me um it's been crazy to think about like the past year and a half has been a little different than what we're all used to I will be taking a longer break this time before I come back with season four just because I have so many things going on but I'll be back with little mini episodes here and there while we're on this break I love you guys so much this podcast has really grown so much in the recent months and I just want to say I appreciate each and every one of you for your support and I can't wait to be back for season four with more amazing guests and more amazing content I love you guys so so much take care and I'll see you guys soon